So take a second, subscribe, hit the thumbs up. If you want to hit the notification bell, you go ahead and do that. If not, I'm okay with that. But if you subscribe and hit the thumbs up, that helps us out a lot. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a like and uh, leave a review. If you think we suck, tell us we suck, but make it a five-star you suck. Because that's the only thing that helps. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the Shit Show 2.0. Okay, Boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who, who are obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. What is going on? And welcome to Take On the World with John A. And Lexi. The on time Lexi. I'm on time for this episode. And Mike D. Yeah, you are on time for this episode. <clears throat> That's a first. Wow. So, got another super interesting topic for y'all today. Let's talk about Lexi's world travels. I went to Florida. Boca Raton, Florida. Um, Tell us about some of the stuff you did in Florida. Who, what did I do in Florida? Well, I went to Publix. That's a drugstore? No, that's like a grocery store. It's kind of like a giant or a red nurse here. Yes, yes, yes. Called Publix. Yeah, we did that too. <laughs> there were no alligators. Whoa, whoa, hey! <laughs> there were no okay. alligators <laughs> in <What>? Publix. <laughs> Wow! Keep moving. Moving along. No alligators? No alligators. That's my door. Did, <laughs> did you have, did you eat alligator meat? No. Um. I swear to God, I will punch you, dude. I did nothing wrong. Anyways, I went to Florida. Um, We went to <clears throat> Bush Gardens and Adventure Island on my birthday. What, what? Which was Tuesday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, June 8th. You, you picked up on the first ring. You knew it was me. I did. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I can't get on any roller coasters. Hang on. Hang <laughs> on. You have to understand, every year on her birthday, at the minute she was born, I call her to wish her happy birthday. Yeah. Every year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I know, like, I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, shit. It's like, 12 something? Like, 1210? I better stay by my phone for a little while. I can't really, like, get into anything right now. So I walked out of the office and I was walking over front back to the, the, the stupid fat guy with the fire detectors hope he's not listening um and i looked out my 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 thing and i went oh my god it's 1237 right now like dial it real quick <laughs> <clears throat> yeah so my That's daughter cool. was born on t- at 1237 yep 1237 and, Le- and nathan was born at 1136 yeah hmm. he always has to be better than me it's not like I love him more. Mm-hmm. He's not down here podcasting with me. No, but uh, I don't know. When was the last time you didn't go to his birthday party? <laughs> oh, my God. I missed one fucking birthday party in 27 years, and I have not ever heard the end of it. And it wasn't, I didn't miss her birthday party. I just wasn't home on her birthday. Yeah. Well. You know, that's well, I never let you live it down. But you, I expect. This is my daughter, who I love and adore. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. So the apple doesn't fall far from the, far from the tree. You would have done the same. 
Yes. Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> um, so thank you for that, John. <laughs> so we did that. Um, did you do the kayaking on the ocean? We didn't actually get to do the kayaking because uh, Patrizia planned like a little party because her husband's birthday was on May 31st and my birthday was on June 8th so we did it right before my birthday right after his birthday and they made ribs they were so good oh my gosh it was such a good time I met some of their friends neighbor so it was it was a really fun time so we had a lot of fun um and I was really Bush Gardens was so cool so so cool that's cool I'm glad you had a good time it's all roller coasters welcome back yeah Thank you. And John did nothing. See, now, <clears throat> I was thinking about this. I can't do the roller, co- roller coasters anymore. I love roller coasters. Mm. Lexi used to hate roller coasters. Actually, my goddaughter did not like roller coasters, and I got her to ride roller coasters. And Lexi would not ro- ride roller coasters. And I got her to ride in the same way as I got Chelsea to, <laughs> by taking, by putting you on the mousetrap. Mousetrap, yeah, Dorney Park. And you love the mousetrap. And I said, well, you like that. And that's much more wild than that. Well, let's go on that one. Yeah. And she goes, oh, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. And then it was, let's go on the next one. Let's yeah. go on the next one. Let's go on the next one. What? But Nathan, that little brat, <laughs> I got him to go on a mousetrap. He loved it, but still won't do roller coasters. Nope. You see, now, when I was younger, I would do roller coasters, whatever. I didn't care. And the older I get, especially now, I'm the thinking fatter you like, get. Yeah, well, speaking of being fat, I went up to Knobles with my daughter and niece. And they were going on anything. Oh, God, you should come on this one. I'm like, I don't hey, fit. fucking no. Hey, I don't fit. And two, I'm too scared. But I went on the um, the Phoenix, I think it was. Oh, I love the Phoenix. And the I had to sit by myself because I was too big. Nobody could sit next to me. Did your knees hit the... Oh, my God, yeah, dude. I, my knees were plastered against the seat yeah. in front of me. Oh, my God. I, it was a, yeah, I, I love the roller coaster. Fucking awesome roller coaster. Um, but, man, is it? you feel like you need a fucking backyotomy after you're done with no, that backyotomy. one. <clears throat> but, no, they went on this one where, like, it, it, it looks like an umbrella. Like, so it shoots you up to the top and you're on strings and, like, fucking, you're going like this. Woof, woof. And then it spins you and you're going around in a circle as well. And I'm just thinking, like, oh, God, I hope they, those bolts hold together. Like, say, like, the older I get and, like, since I've been... That's, like, me on the ride thinking that. Like, yeah, like, the, like the more, like, the, just the stuff I've done in, like, with mechanics and I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, all it takes is one bolt. Well, all like, those rides are inspected, like, every shit. I don't care. But here's the funny thing. There's a comedian... Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. So let's back up here. So when I was at, at Knobles, like, 15 years ago, there was a guy running the... A, shocker, it was a... <laughs> There were German airplanes, so they had like the. They the, had the shocker there. They had the cross on the side of the airplane, but the guy running the machine, he had a big fucking swastika on his forearm. <laughs> and I'm like, so Nazis don't deserve jobs. I was like, so does this guy inspect the machine? They did have a job. <laughs> it's over know. now. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A judge, just saying. So there's a comedian that does a bit on taking a bolt on a. a a roller coaster. I've seen this, yeah. But hey, I, bro, is this, is this yours? I used to do that to my sister. We would go on, on the Ferris wheel, and I'd look at it, and I'm like, uh, You're an asshat. Michelle, I think that bolt's loose up there. And she would start screaming. Dude, I would punch you in oh the face. She also slammed a door in her face. <laughs> a glass, I, I would literally would punch door. you in the face. But like, no, we the, the Ferris wheel at, at Knobles is cool as shit, but when you, you stop, like, I You're get like, a little, like... Rrr. 
I'm like, okay, take me down now. I'm like, yep. Take me down this I'm like really high up in the air. You know, I always busted your chops and <clears throat> joke with you about having a vagina. I did not know you actually had one. Yeah, it's behind my knee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what 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 oddity did you come up with this week, bro? Oh, how do you say his name? Icy Sagawa. Isa? Isa? Sagawa. Icy. Isa. Isa Sagawa. Mm-hmm. So now, when you said this name, I'm like, who? Yeah. And I, I figured, but I was trying to find, like, you always want to try and find, like, the... You do find stuff that I don't know, which is cool, because I love research. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, he was also known as Pang. Pang? Or the Kobe cannibal. And which makes not, sense. That, that makes more sense. Well, he's from Kobe. Yeah, he's from Kobe. Uh, he's a Japanese murderer, cannibal, and necrophiliac. Woohoo! Known for just one killing of you only need one. Rene Hartevelt in Paris of 1981. So, little backstory of uh, the Kobe cannibal. He was born April 26 in 1949 in Kobe, Japan, to wealthy parents. His parents were loaded. Yeah, which did they say what his parents did? His dad was the president of. Karita Water Industries. Okay. Means nothing to me. It means nothing to me either. <clears throat> he was a preemie and was small enough to fit in his father's palm and developed enteritis, an intestinal disease. Due to his health issues, he became an introvert and developed an interest in literature. So, of course, he's probably like this weirdo, like, weird born, kid, yeah. Born to rich parents yeah. who. Mm-hmm. He was tiny. He was small. He was Probably small. He, they said he had skinny little pencil legs. Probably had a pencil dick, too. <laughs> First it was four skins. <laughs> now it's pencil dicks. Hey, you're looking at my little pencil dick. <laughs> Sakawa's father, Akira. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> was the president of Shurita Water. God damn it. Why am I always? I'm in the future, Mike. My brain is in the future. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, he was the president of Kirita Water Industries. When in the first grade, he noticed his classmates' thighs and thought, That looks yummy. That's <laughs> fucking weird. Mm, I wonder what that tastes that like. That looks yummy. He blames the media's representation of Western women. Wait, wait, hold on. You, you, you scrolled up. You fucked me up. He Western blames women. The, he believes the media's representation of Western women, like Grace Kelly from uh, that rock and roll band? Um, no, 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 no. no. Grace, Grace Kelly was a, a movie star back in the 30s. Oh. Was when, it Grace when was he born? In the 40, 50s. 40, <clears throat> Wasn't Grace Kelly also the, the lead singer for... Um, Grace Kelly was uh, the prin- Princess Grace. Right? Damn it. I don't know. I thought Grace Kelly was the lead singer for that rock and roll band. She, um, no. She married like a, a, a prince or something. Uh, uh, with the White Rabbit. Yep, um, Princess, uh, Princess Grace. She was an actress <clears throat> and she married some prince. Okay, so he blames this Hanover. Hollywood actress for sparking, <laughs> sparking his cannibalistic fantasy. Because Grace Kelly. Princess Ke- of Monaco. Yes, Monaco. Grace Kelly was smoking hot for her time. She okay, was well, how does that. How does that well, did he want to eat her? That was just, no, no, no. That was just a trigger for him. Like that, that the way they portrayed her in the media made him hungry for her, her thigh flesh. 
Oh, okay. Ooh. She looked yummy. She's pretty. <clears throat> so if, if if you go forward to one line forward. <laughs> those fantasies he equated with what uh, most people would call sexual desire. So uh, if if you're in prison and you put Rita Hayworth on the wall. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay. They look at that as like, oh, I want to touch Rita Hayworth. I, want to. I can't wait to. So she flips her hair. I want to see her boobies. And what he said, what he sees, this is, I said, I want to see her boobies. I want to eat her boobies. Yeah. And and not in a good way. Yeah. Oh, a uh, little uh, side note here that we're on this with Rita Hayworth, and World boobies. War II. No, I've been watching these um World War Two stories where the guys interview the World War Two soldiers, and there was one where this whole company of uh, army soldiers they captured something, and the the guy was like, well, what? what one of the commanders was like, "Okay, you get a you get a prize. What do you guys want?" And they're like, "We want." It was like the latest actress. She was on the radio, and we just want her to do a sigh. So she went on the radio. And she's like, <sighs> and all the soldiers were like, "Oh my god!" Like, like I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, hang on a minute. <laughs> so, anyways, don't storm that hill yet. I need about two minutes. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Where a normal person dreamed of having sex with beautiful women, Sagwa dreamed of eating them. Okay. He, however, has maintained he never wanted to murder, only gnawing on their flesh. Okay, so he was, after this is all said and done, he's done interviews. You can go on YouTube and watch him, and they're they're disturbing. It's disturbing, because he talks about this stuff like... Yeah. Uh, whatever. Like uh, we went to the store and bought like a, a a porterhouse steak, and we're like, right, ha. Huh. But he said his dream is to consume a woman while she's alive. Yeah. Now there was another cannibal. We can probably touch on this on another episode where he put out on the internet, "I want a live subject." Yep. Yes. You okay. told me about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you okay. told me about right. this. Um, Weird. Yeah. Crazy. He did it. He did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but he ate a dude. Yeah. The guy, the guy signed up for it, though. He didn't care. Yeah, no, no. He didn't care. He just wanted to eat somebody. If I'm going to eat somebody. Was it's he, it's was not going to be a I don't remember. Uh, so, uh, Sagwa has maintained he never wanted to murder, only gnawing on their flesh. At age 24, while attending Wake... Wacko. 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 I don't think it's Wacko. Wackoff University (laughs) in Tokyo. Sagawa followed a tall German woman home, broke into her apartment while while she was sleeping. Although his intent was to slice off a piece of her buttocks. (laughs) This is too much, man. Uh, He was going to slice off a piece of buttocks, sneak away, and eat it. Sneak away. How do you sneak away with a piece of somebody's ass cheek? He's crazy. I mean, hang on a minute. He's crazy. I really want to eat ass. <laughs> you jab your knife into somebody's ass and plop off a piece and just sneak away. No, like, he wanted to slice it. You know, okay. like a slice of you bread. Know, you know about knives, man. You know those yeah, Japanese I, I knives are fucking the bomb. That's you what don't just slice somebody's ass cheek and that's what he sneak away. Yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted them to make he wanted them to make these knives so that he could just do it and then walk away. So according to him, she woke up and pushed him down. <laughs> like pushed him off, yeah. Pushed him to the ground. 
Okay. He got knocked down, but then he got up again. No, the police picked him up. I got knocked down, but I get up again. I slice your ass cheeks off again. <laughs> I get knocked down. I'll eat your ass again. <laughs> so the cops come then, and they get him. Yes. Lexi's trying to keep us on track. You mix a booty drink. You mix a leg of drink. <laughs> I actually think this next part is interesting. Oh. So they they try to charge him with attempted rape. Right. They charge him with attempted rape. He does not tell them right. what his plans were. What his plans were. That's insane to yeah. me. So did he, ah, just, yeah, did he, he successfully yeah, it was cut rape. a piece? No. Did he cut a no. piece no, of her ass off? off? No. Before he had to do anything, she woke up. Okay. <clears throat> but his dad paid a settlement. Yep. And daddy to the rescue. Yep, got him out. Got paid a settlement to the victim, and the charges were dropped. In 1977, at age 27... He moved to France. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Yes. He moved to France to study at the Sorbonne. Sorbonne in Paris. There's no R. Yeah, Sorbonne. Not Sorbonne. 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 Sorbonne? The Sorbonne. I went to the Sorbonne. (laughs) He went to the uh, Jabroni in Paris. (laughs) The Zamboni. He got a Zamboni in Paris? I didn't know they had a much Pursuing, a, this is what scares me, pursuing a PhD in literature. Mm-hmm. This cocksucker's going to be a fucking doctor? No, I'm not that kind of doctor. He's getting a doctorate in literature. Yeah. So he could, like, Not teach, a medical doctor. But uh, he could, like, teach at, like, a college with a PhD yeah, still scary. in literature. But, like, the thing is, is that he is that, like, he was that smart. Like, he was going to go get a PhD. Like, he... That was his thing. Smart people scare me. So that this in bold is what his actual quote is from the interview. Yeah. All right. So he said, while in Paris, he would bring a prostitute home almost every night and try and shoot them. But for some reasons, my fingers froze up and I couldn't pull the trigger. So, quote, almost every night. I just read this, didn't I? No. We did, but it did. Yeah, okay. So this is the actual quote. Almost every night. I would bring a prostitute home and then try and shoot them from behind, he said. It became less about wanting to eat them, but more an obsession with the idea that I would sim- that I simply had to carry out this ritual of killing a girl. No matter what. No matter what. But back here, he said he had no intent so, on killing. Yeah, what the fuck? So it didn't start out as wanting to kill somebody. Like, his thing wasn't like, I gotta kill somebody. I have them. to kill somebody to eat them. His thing but was just, I want to eat somebody. After after think, years of dealing with with, I think this he was urge. a coward. Like you shoot somebody in the back of the head, and from you probably had this written down, what caliber it was. I do not. I think he. Used I don't the, think it was that important because he never did it. Yes. Yeah, he did. He does. I thought he did. I thought he didn't. He didn't then, but it was a. I think it was a twenty-two rifle that he used. Yesterday in 1981. Yes. I think I shared it. I think I shared this yesterday. No, you didn't. I think so. So, go ahead. On June 10th. Who's who? You go ahead. Yeah. June 10th, 1981, at age 32, Sagawa invited his Zamboni classmate, Renee. (laughs) Jabroni classmate. Hardabelt, a Dutch woman, to have dinner with him at his apartment. Under the pretext of translating poetry for a school assignment. Oof, big oof. Yeah, so you fucking little dick sucker. Hey, come on over and let's have dinner. You can help me translate this and I'll eat you. So, 
He planned to kill and eat her. He selected her for her health and beauty characteristics. He felt he lacked. He felt he lacked? Yes. Yeah. He was he was short. He was like four nine. He was so he's got small. all kinds of problems. Yeah. He was sickly. And she was twenty five, five ten, gorgeous, masculine. She probably thicker. Sagawa considered himself weak. Yes, you are. Ugly. Yes, you were. And small. Yes, you were with a small penis. I, I, don't, I don't see that there. That no. doesn't, I, I mean, it goes without did saying. Did you do, like, personal research? I did. Well, that's right. He had a pencil dick. Yeah. Oh, right. You did hey, personal you little, research. You little number two pencil dick. And his victim was 25 and around 5'10". So she's, that's pretty average. No. 5'10 is tall for a woman. Yeah, 5'10 is pretty tall for a woman. Really? Average oh, for a woman, I think, is like 5'8". I'm 5'11", bro. No, you're not. I think 5'8 is usually like... All I know is I'm 6'2 and I tower over you. Whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. This macho shit's going to end. When? Tonight. <laughs> are we going to talk about it over our barbecue chicken dinner? <laughs> we'll have a nice feelings chat. Hey. He claimed he wanted to absorb her energy. Now, this is... He did a fucking whack job. After she arrived, Sagawa attempted to shoot her from behind, but the gun misfired. Kit. Kids, this is why proper gun maintenance is so important. <laughs> yeah, you never, I mean, they don't have guns over in Japan and France. They don't. Not in Japan. That's why he used a rifle, because you can't get a pistol, but you can get... Hunting rifles. Hunting rifles. So where did he get, where did he get the gun from? His dad. His dad was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, he was in Paris. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, right. So where did he get the fucking well, rifle? Well, it was probably brand new. It was only dropped once. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. I give up, I give up, and you walk right into it. <laughs> so he invited her back the next night on June 11th. On June 11th. Oh man, would you? I would love to be a fly on the wall and see that freaking that whole conversation. Like, what? Like, was he creepy? Like, did she feel uncomfortable or whatever? Well, apparently not. She came back. Right, yeah, to come what? back the next night. But you know, like, people make mistakes. Like, oh, he was a little creepy, but maybe I'll give him a second chance. Well, I mean, if well, we were doing a school, it was project. school project, so <clears throat> come help me do homework. Yeah, right. Um, so he battered her back the next night, and on June 11th, shot her in the neck with a rifle. You did write rifle. It was a twenty-two. Um, Is it a twenty-two? I I'm, I'm I don't. I'm I knew certain. it was a rifle. I did not know it was a twenty-two. I'm pretty certain it was a twenty-two. It was small caliber. Uh, and this time the gun did fire. Sagawa promptly fainted after this shock of shooting her, and quote, I thought about calling an ambulance, he recalls, but then I thought, hang on, don't be stupid, you've been dreaming about this for 32 years, and now it's actually happening. But that's not what he's like in those interviews, he's very like... It's very calm. Like, he was like, "Ah, I thought about calling an ambulance, but then I thought, hang on, don't be stupid. I've oh. been dreaming about this for 32 years, and yeah. now it's actually happening. Yeah. Thank you, son. Yeah. <laughs> like My he's... dream is true. You went through with it. Yeah, so it's solution on the skin. It's weird. I've never seen any interviews with this guy. So the first thing he does, he shoots her. He, he comes to, and he has sex with her, her, yep. dead, her dead body. And he's trying to bite through the skin, but his teeth weren't sharp enough to get through the skin. So he stopped, leaves the apartment, 
comes go goes and buys a butcher knife, comes back. Yeah. And then, John. <clears throat> oh my god. Right here. Quote. The first thing I did was cut her in the buttocks. No matter how deep I cut, all I saw was the fat beneath the skin. It looked like corn. And I took a while to actually reach the red meat. The moment I saw the meat, tore a chunk off with my fingers and threw it in my mouth. It was truly a historical moment for me. Jesus. How's that? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. That's, that's like, more like it. Dead, yeah. like no feelings. Like, yeah. Yeah, it looked like corn. What does that mean? Fat. Yeah. Oh, the fat. fat. Oh yeah, you're right, dude. When I this this card mm-hmm. here, that looked like fucking weird corn. Yeah. Anywho, where are we at? Highlight me. Uh, that one. He said his only regret was that he hadn't eaten her while she was alive. What? Why must she be alive? She needs to enjoy it too. Like you have to be a giving. <laughs> she wasn't gonna flesh. enjoy being eaten alive. You gotta be a giving lover, dude. I mean, she wasn't. You can't a always willing think, victim. Don't even think about your needs. Think about your partner's needs. <laughs> uh, what? I, excuse me. What I truly wished was to eat her living flesh. Nobody believes me, but my ultimate intention was to eat her, not necessarily to kill her. What the fuck did There's you just... not really a difference, and I think that's what it comes down so, to. I, I didn't just come off as, like, a date and, like, <laughs> you know, there was a time you, you ate my leg. You you lopped a piece of my calf off and you ate it. Uh, I'm going to pause here. Can we still be friends? I have seen the crime scene photos of this. I will not put them on YouTube. They are, you want to see them? Search for them. They're not hard to find. It is disgusting what he did to this body. Yeah. Like, I just thank Christ she was dead. And yes. he didn't do it to her while she was alive. Uh, like, the best thing that happened to her, she got shot and, and got killed from the gunshot. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but, like, for if she... It, well, let's describe it right here. Go ahead. It, Sagawa consumed various parts of heart of Vel- How do you say that? Am I saying that right? Heart of Vel's body. Eating most of her breasts and face, either cooked or raw, while while saving the other parts in his fridge. He had eaten or frozen most of her pelvic region, so I'm assuming he cut into her, took the internals out. It was down to bone. Like, you could see her pelvic bone. Yeah. He photographed each and every stop of the process. I mean, I thought he was supposed to be step. Yeah. Two days later, he dismembered the body. Oh, that's right. Now it's coming back to me. Okay. Uh, and put her legs, torso, and head into his two suitcases and hailed a cab. Taxi! Taxi! I'm going on a trip to the Bologna Park. <laughs> yeah. He took the cab to Boyesto Bologna Park. Boy. Boy. Bologna Park. Bologna. I say we. Bologna. Bologna. Baloney Park. Baloney Park. <laughs> which had a secluded lake inside of it. Little known fact, that's where Dorney Park got its name from, Baloney Park. He planned on dropping the suitcase in the lake. Several people noticed that the suitcase was dripping blood. And were like, what the fuck? We gotta call the police. Some the bitch, what the hell's going on here? And shockingly, he was arrested four days later. Four days it took him to find him. Four yeah. days. And uh, when he was questioned, 
His, his response was simple and a simple admission. I kill her to eat her flesh. I want to eat her flesh. <laughs> With a nice candy. <clears throat> oh, daddy to the rescue again. Use this wealth to hire. The, now this is where it gets fucked. Yeah. Like, like this, all the, this story all takes that, all that uh, the, a wicked twist. Are you familiar with Did you read the whole thing? I didn't read the whole thing, but I'm familiar. Okay. All that that happened is disgusting and despicable. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, it just gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah. So, guy of my go. Like, Daddy came to the rescue, hired a, a defense lawyer, and after being held for two years awaiting trial, Sagawa was found legally insane and unfit to stand trial. Yeah. The charges were dropped. He was ordered to be held in a mental institution. So, if you're in France and you commit a crime like this, you get deported. Yeah. Period. Even if you're just accused of the crime, you could be See, deported. See, now that's shocking for France, being as how, like, uh, medieval they kind of can be. That you, you kill somebody in, like, in America. If you kill somebody in America, you're going to get killed. You're staying here. Oh, yeah. Or if you, you do your time somebody, and then they deport you. Yeah. You kill somebody in America, you flee to Mexico, they extradite you back to America. And you do your time and then they deport you again. Yeah. Uh, so for France, which we kind of derive all our stuff from because they helped us in right. the Revolutionary War to just get rid of them. Well, I don't know. Maybe this just get rid of them. We don't want them here. So they deported Yeah, them. shocking. Yeah, you know? peasants. They well, no. That's it's, it's, well, it's, it's, you think like, um, like England... Where they took all their criminals and they sent them to Australia. Look how like, clean my gun is. <laughs> you go live in Australia. We don't want you in our in our. Yeah, like they don't want them. And, but this is a fascinating story. So he was deported back to Japan, where he was supposed to spend the rest of his days in the Japanese mental hospital. He, however, did not. Johnny, after a visit by the author Inuhiko Yo Mata. Mata. Sagawa's accounts of his kill Yamata, Yamata. was published in Japan under the title In the Fog. Number two? Don't worry about that. I'm, I'm, well, I'm assuming this is a mag In the Fog magazine. He Some asshole interviewed him and put it in a magazine. Sagawa, Sagawa's subsequent publicity and macabre Celebrity likely contributed to the French authorities' decision to deport him to Japan. So, like I said before, they were probably we don't want nothing to do with this ass. Yeah, this, this, this dude's here. a sicko, and uh, he was immediately committed to Matsuzawa Hospital in Tokyo. His examining psychologist all declared he all declared him sane. Like that's what, and really he was, he was only guilty of having a sexual perversion. <clears throat> So they didn't look at yeah. like all the other shitty things. <laughs> like you, you dismembered this poor well, here's lady. The, here, hold on, here's the, bone. here's the thing. When he was deported, when he was deported from France, and the charges were dropped, all the court documents were sealed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't know everything that happened. All they knew is he was accused of this. The charges were dropped, and he was found legally insane in France. Yeah. Well, when. They interviewed him there. They said, well, he's not insane. He just, yeah, he's actually kind of smart. He's just a sexual freak. Yeah, wow. And uh, because the charges in France were dropped, all court documents were sealed. Again, I go ahead of the 
I go ahead of the curve. Uh, so Gawa, so they had no choice but to let him walk free. Yeah, they had no how, choice. How? How? And I'm sure his dad had a lot to do with it because he has money. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm confused at how, like, political. They power. couldn't just be like, oh, by the way, this guy did this. Yeah, but that's, they, that's why couldn't that's they disclose the way, that? that? That's that's the way the courts work. That's the way the courts it's work. And it's fucked it, up. We know that firsthand that the court system is not always the best. System. There's technicalities that get involved, or 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 just weird shit that They're you so can't fucked over- up. Like why? I'm sorry, this guy fucking murdered someone yeah. and dismembered her. But they could have willingly known that, but not been able to say that. But now, you now know, he, you know what I'm saying? Right. But now he's doing interviews. Yeah. 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 He's like, <sighs> okay, so circa when did when when did he kill that victim? Eighty one. Eighty one. So circa five years later, nineteen eighty six, he checked himself out of the mental institute. I'm out, bruh. Yeah. I'm done. Peace. He's still free. And has been free ever since. He's still alive to this day. Am I wrong? I, I think he's still alive. Okay. So he walks the streets of Tokyo free due to this. To do as he pleases. Do as he pleases. Mm-hmm. Uh, prison did little to quell his urges. This is his interview. This is a direct quote. The desire to eat people becomes so intense around June when women start wearing less and showing more skin. He said. Just today, I saw a girl with really nice derriere on my way to the train station. When I say things like that, I think about wanting to eat ass. I mean, eat someone, someone again. again before I die. <clears throat> what I'm saying is, I can't bear the thought of living this life without ever tasting that derriere <laughs> that I saw this morning. Or her thighs. Or her thighs. I want to eat them again. While I'm alive, so that I can at least be satisfied when I die. <clears throat> this guy That's needs to so be put away. Weird, dude. If he throws this, again, read this, read this here. Read this. <clears throat> this is his direct quote. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, because <laughs> you're better with language. <laughs> <laughs> I think every, I think either sukiyaki or shabu shabu, which is lightly boiled thin slices of meat, is the best way to go in order to really savor the natural flavor of the meat. Dude wants the hot pot someone style. He wants the hot pot with some ramen noodles. Same. Like, come on, man. Like, hot pots are so good, though. <laughs> not, not like a human, but hot pots are pretty good. I want to slice someone's thighs off and hot pot them. I want to eat Golden Ramsay. <laughs> Oh my god. This guy is... He needs to be put away, because if he kills again, shame on you! I don't know that he will. How do you... Well, you never know! You just gotta watch him. Like, he's just very, like... Do they watch him? Calculated, meticulous. Yeah, yeah, he's freaky. It's scary freaky. Yeah. He's done it before, so I think if he knows... I think he knows if he does it again, he'll have to either kill himself or go to prison forever. Right. Well, and you don't want to go to prison. Too much of a pussy to it, kill himself. The problem is, is that you don't want to go to Japan's prisons. So he's not going to do it in Japan. Can he go to other countries? I doubt it. Probably not. Yeah, his passport was probably revoked. He'll do it again. But like, that's what I mean. Like, if he does it in Japan, he's probably going to do it and then die. Like, do it and kill himself. Hey, or something. He, if he hasn't already done it. True. You know, you, we don't you get really some know. lonely prostitute or something, just like here. Like, n- someone that nobody cares for. 
that they're not looking for this person. If they wind up missing, well, that's why Jack the Ripper picked those victims. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody would care if a prostitute died. Yep, yeah. it's the same here, same all over the world, anywhere. It's it's a shame, but that's that's the so sad reality of the, yeah. the story. The end of this is while he has refrained thus far from cannibalism, he has published twenty books. Uh, most of them in in Japanese. The last one entitled "Extremely Intimate Fantasies of Beautiful Girls," filled with really? pictures that he drew and something. Now, so it says some famous artist. I tried to find pictures from this book, and I tried to find out what artist, and I could not. But in an interview after he wrote this book, he wrote it. I hope that people who read it will at least stop thinking of me as a monster. No, 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 you are a monster. no, you're a monster. You are a humongous. You're- Piece of shit. mutilated some poor girl who was somebody's daughter and fuck you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm sorry. Piece but of shit. You I mean, conned her into coming to your house. So it's he's interesting to me in a way. Like he's interesting interesting to me because as far as we know, he hasn't done anything again yet. Like as far as we know, he is controlling himself. Like that's interesting to me. Like are you just civilized in a way that, like, you know that if you do this, like, you can't ever do this again? Or I a coward. Or, like, what is it? You I find it hard know. to believe that uh, 27, uh, what, 32 years, he was 32 years old when this happened, mm-hmm. that at 32 years old, he had not done anything to anybody before? Yeah, that's, that's, when you look into, like, um, like, serial killers and stuff, like, that's really odd for them to start that late, and they're, like, uh, not Ted Bundy, um, Jeff John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, John he Gacy. started oh when he God. was in his thirties, and they said that that was very uncommon for serial right. killers. Usually, serial you see killers. The, you see that the whole their whole life. Right. Yeah. Young young kids. They start yeah. with animals, mm-hmm. then work their way up. But no, he he, and same with him. So I mean, it's not impossible. Right. But I don't think he can resist the urge to stop. Like he can, he can maybe like just stuff it down, but his obviously his thoughts are all still there, so yeah. he's gonna do it again if he has chance, if he has the opportunity, he's gonna fucking. That's what I mean. Will he again. ever get the opportunity? I I would think. I think he's gonna make the opportunity. I mean, come on, you live in a big city like that, you just disappear and just get somebody in a back alleyway. I mean, it's it's. I feel like. Tokyo is just, like, too public. But, I mean, you get Paris. Tokyo is a huge city. I mean, you can, there's lots of... He's so fucking weird. He's so weird. That's a weird motherfucker. I just don't understand. And then what, what, what... You know what? What makes you want to eat somebody? <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't understand that. What is that? You see that? Best part of his art. So he's getting money off of what he did. That's fucked up. Because there's other sick people out there that. Ugh. I don't know. I just I can't even watch me. And then what I told you, they, there was one report that I said that he was doing, or did a review for a food magazine. <laughs> it's like, come on, really? 
And you know, I think that's that's partly what's wrong with this. I don't know. Is it like we so, sensationalize? Not sensationalize, but we don't like snuff these kind of people out, so you would never hear about it. You know, uh, what what's that word I'm trying to look for? Like, uh, like all the serial killers in the U.S. They're they're kind of like, um, not immoralized, but they're infamous. They're infamous. What, in, you know, but like, in turn, they should be snuffed the fuck out, and we never hear a fucking word about them. Well, then we wouldn't have a podcast subject either. So yeah, I mean, don't kill people ever. It's bad. Just don't do it. Bad mojo killing people. Anyway. So that's Issa Sagawa. I think it's Issei. Yeah, Issei, Misei, Yusei, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. So what I want to know is we know why he's called the Kobe Cannibal, Kobe Cannibal, but why is he known as Pang? I don't know. He's a Pang in the ass. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Is Pang's easier to say than Icy Sagawa? I don't think so. Let's see if it translates to anything. Pang. <laughs> translate to ass slicer. <laughs> nope. You have from Filipino, though. No. Pang. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It detected Filipino, but I said translate from Japan Japanese. Oh, let's see. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Anyway. So there you have it, folks. You heard it here first. Yeah. Issa Sagawa. Issei. Issei, I say. So we took on Issei Sagawa and his sick, 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 sick mind. Yeah. Now you go take on the world. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who who are obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick. 